Stupid YouTube ads. And you said that we weren't getting sponsored. That was so I have to use Firefox to download clips off YouTube and I don't I'm not logged into my account there. So I was playing some SNES music and all of a sudden ads came up. Of course Wawa, they're targeted towards me. Yeah. So I let that sick. play. And then when a DeVry ad came up, I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, we're starting the show. Fuck you, DeVry. Fuck you and your stupid whatever you do. Yeah, we're we're uh, University of Phoenix around here. Yeah, around these parts, we're yeah. University of Phoenix. Um, but yeah, that that's all. Uh, how was uh, your second winter or second fall, Squeezer? Or it's about third fall uh, now. Yeah, third. Well, third fall. It was uh, it was nice, you know, because it was it was a nice kick to the. Uh, solar plexus of uh, th- that's what you get for being walking around going oh wow this is great starting baseball in May it's like you get all the shitty weather out of the way it's right. the sunshine and then oh god it was yeah what was a not memorial I mean can there be better I know okay oh, I'm gonna admit this in mm-hmm. at least in Allentown Pennsylvania the Lehigh Valley uh, it always seems to ran Memorial Day weekend but it is never yeah I never could see my breath on um, on the day before Memorial Day, but this year I couldn't say that. Yeah, it, and it, it didn't help that it was like eighty-eight one day, and then yeah, th- forty-eight the next. So it Thir- felt even colder. And Thursday, my old was, man bones are killing me. Thursday was like ninety, and then Friday was was awfully cold. And rain and just pouring down rain, but not. And then mm-hmm. Saturday and Sunday were just damp, and just drizzling and cold. Yeah, I had a hoodie and a winter and like a my, our winter coat on. Yeah, I I had to dig out my little mittens, my yeah. little mittens, because my fingies get cold. Memorial Day, Joe. He said it was 106 in California, and Memorial Day. Memorial Day was nicer. It was about 70, 77, 78, nice and warm. I yeah, won't. unless you went to the shore, in which case it was still pretty miserable down there yet. Oh, was it? Yeah, talking to uh, the littlest of us uh, that was down there. Oh. Dave said it was uh, like because they, they they the the coast just got hammered with a big ass storm. We yeah. got like just the edges of it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure everyone's like, all right, everything's open Memorial Day weekend. We're gonna make our money. Ah, shit. Right. I decided uh, Enchantress was like, let's go hawk, hawk. Let's go hike Hawk Mountain. That's tough to say. Hike, hike, hawk, hike, hawk, hike, hawk mountain. Ooh, I'm glad you're saying it. Yeah. No, it's funny. As many times as I've done it, I don't think I've actually ever said it that way. But have you ever done the Hamburg Water Basin? Um. Which is it's it's some of it's paved, and it's walking like it it crosses the Appalachian and that something trail, the Beltron or Belfer Trail. Uh, I maybe like not that area, but like where uh, is it Ringing Rocks? Yeah, that's like 
near the sanctuary. The only other place I've been before Monday was the sanctuary. Ah, but no, this was a trailhead, and it's a hundred. I'm sorry, eight hundred recorded on our watch, eight hundred sixty-seven feet of elevation in a mile. That's a good incline. That is a good incline. I That's was a damn good incline. I was dying. It was tough. It was fucking tough. Why'd you do that? You could have just gotten one of those. Um, uh, what are those? Uh, wow. What's what's that? The conveyor belt thing you walk on? Airplane? Treadmill? Treadmill? Wow. Um, <coughs> oh, sorry. I saw it's like the latest. Like you can get like a five thousand dollar treadmill that like inclines, and you can watch videos of mountains while you do it. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, why don't you get one of those rather than actually go outside and breathe fresh air and see, you know, hear birds chirp when you can? Yeah, that would have been nice. But this like, was... I, I don't, I don't, like, I'm just, if I'm going to run on a treadmill, I'm just run on a treadmill. Yeah. I don't want to do either. This was nice, oh, though. It I was, don't, it was I don't like do either. the view from the top, Squeezer. Oh, it's gorgeous. was gorge. Yeah. Gorge. I'm shortening gorges yeah. to gorge because it was so well, nice. Well, because you're looking at a gorge. Yeah, but. well, uh, it's time for more reviews, Squeezer. That time of the, the show that where we read how many how many of our listeners hate me and love you. You went, like, you you didn't even go, like, Jay and Silent Bob. You went the next step. Yeah, I, I did. I, I went all mom on one of our fans and guilt, and I felt bad, but. So um, here's the first one from he Ben, our friend Ben. He told he, he messaged me on Instagram. He's like, I'm gonna rewrite my intro just because of that guy who's shitting on you. And he says, best podcast, five stars. Not much to say apart from how great this show is. One of my top three favorite podcasts, hands down. What are the other two? Bassmasters. <laughs> but RK needs to do more impressions. Anyways, start from the beginning. No. No. And and you you'll think you grew up with Arcane Squeezer. Even the episodes on topics which don't really interest me are great. I especially love when RK adds an L to words that don't have them, and he does his <laughs> he he writes Ed McMahon impression. It's Vince McMahon, but I guess it's the same. <laughs> Who can tell the difference? Uh, thanks, Ben. You're a fucking sweet boy. Uh, Mick Smiley official. This this one reeks of our friend Eric in Texas. Uh, Magic. This podcast is like a song Magic from Ghostbusters. RK is the first half no one likes or wants. Squeezer is the second <laughs> half you can get down to. Uh, okay, our friend D. Stromang deleted his last review and came back with this one. So we're going to clear the air here, Squeezer, all right? Okay. He says, I want to clear some things up. And he gave us four stars this time. I don't hate RK or the show. I wouldn't still be listening if I did. I've been backed up on episodes, so I've been listening to one every day. That's tough. When you listen to so Ooh, yeah, yeah, when that's... you listen to so many in quick succession, you pick up on little vocal habits. Everyone, everyone, ev- everybody has some. Do you pick up on the fact that I can't speak? <laughs> I'm sure if I had a podcast, I'd get comments. People used to tell me I sounded like Kermit the Frog. Honestly, guys, I enjoy the show. But uh, come on, RK man, titties, man, teeth. Titties, man. Did I call? Did I say he had man tits? I. I weigh like a hundred. He goes. He goes. Come on, man. Titties. I weigh like a hundred pounds. I don't know who you found on Twitter, but it wasn't me. I'm not on Twitter. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Let's clear the air. I apologize. I came in hot last week. 
I came in hot. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. I figured if you keep coming on here to bash the things you don't like, why do you keep listening? That's what I was confused about. I'm happy that you like me and like the show and like that I'm a functioning idiot uh, when I speak. And I didn't mean to disparage you. Uh, coming from a man who hosts a podcast with someone who has man tits, I, I know how it hurts Wait. to be called that. I don't know. Are you talking about me now? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to shit on you to make him oh. feel better. Got it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got it. Everyone's always shitting on me, Squeezer. Let me shit That's... on you. You don't even really have man boobs, do you? Oh, they are firm. <laughs> they are. Do you ever need me to do a check on those bad boys? For lumps and stuff? I'll do it as your as your I... podcast partner. No, no, that's okay. Because then it... Honestly, out of all the shit that we've been through over all the years, that that might be the one thing where it just gets kind of weird, and there's and no we, going back. And we finally kiss. <laughs> well, I, yeah. <laughs> oh, only in my dreams, Squeezer. As we're molding a clay pot. I don't know if I if I drink many more like three beer mugs of Sam Summer Ale, I'm going to grow man tits myself. So I'm sorry. I didn't mean to disparage people for all our, our friends with man tits and for all our Twinkie twigs out there and everyone well, in judging, between. Judging by t-shirt sales, um, there's a contrast. We still have a bunch of mediums if anyone wants one. Hey, I'm... <laughs> Extra mediums too. Uh, okay, so D. Strowman, it's the air's clear. I apologize for saying disparaging things against you. I'm glad you listen to the show. I'm glad you like the show. Please try and limit it to one a week. All right, doctor's order. Yeah, you pace yourself. Right. It's not. Yeah, it. it's a it's a marathon, not a race. We're not. I mean, the way we put out content, it's like you know. Yeah, you can, you're never gonna catch up. Yeah, spend the time to cat to catch up on our blog. Our, we're worse than Trump with our blog. <laughs> At least he packed it in and said it's done. We're, you know, ours is still up there to read. Uh, then our our sweet sweet friend Joe from California, Radomaniacs forever. Uh, dear Doctor Brown, on the night I go back in, oops, wrong letter. I absolutely love this podcast. The Prince <laughs> of, what? I was I was laughing at the reference. Oh. The Prince of Pennsylvania, RK, and the handsome sweet boy Squeezer are the absolute best young men. Hey, Ryan's getting old. <laughs> you talk to Jake. The Rad Years community is a great place to talk nostalgia and everything silly in between. RK and Squeezer have given me a great gift in all this, and that gift is friendship with other like-minded goons. I never Aww. met RK or Squeezer in person or any of the faithful listeners, but I do consider them all friends. For life, brother! Thanks, RK, for humoring me with your, all the impressions and Squeezer for answering the questions about Cheese and Todd. I look forward to many, many more topics. Ah, Todd. On pods, watch alongs, watch alongsides, group chats, and maybe one day a rad meetup. Oh, for sure, brother. For those of you who don't give this pod four stars, I got two words for ya. Joe from California. And so I told Squeezer the story of what happened. Um, with our friend Clint. He wrote a review and it wasn't the most positive and it was disparaging me and my shitty impressions that I I giggle at myself for doing. And I was like, wait, Clint, my friend Clint. And then I, I, I quick 
messaged him on Instagram and I'm like, what, what, what did I, I I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I wronged you. <laughs> like, I was like, like, please don't leave me, Clint. Please don't leave me. And he's, he, he was like, oh man. And he compared it to, uh, uh, the sweet 16 when a kid's handed a brand new Beamer and he doesn't like the color, which is, he's a very sweet person. He said he was going to change his review. And I was like, listen, you got to get in on the fun. Join the goon squad. Where they, you can make fun of me all day. You don't have to do it in the reviews. Yeah. Right. So we did. And if any of you want to join our Goon Squad group chat, just slide into my DMs. All sexy and Ew. whatnot. Yeah. Uh, yes. But uh, thank you, Goon Squad, for being there. And Joe, you're a sweet, sweet boy. Uh, thank you for all the nice reviews. And D. Stroman. Hit me up on Instagram. I want you in the group chat. I want to, I, your perspective would be interesting in there. So I promise I won't disparage you in any way. I'll just I only it's only self no. deprecation with me and Squeezer in there. Yeah, I mean that's really all we got. I even spell words with an extra L that don't that doesn't belong in, in the group chat. It's everything <laughs> you could ask for. Two mildly dyslexic individuals trying to speak for two hours at a clip each week. Mildly, yes. That's exactly what we are. <laughs> I don't know how to read a clock or my left and rights. But I've made it so far in this earth without that knowledge. Did I tell you the story when we first went to the first trip to Europe, Enchantress and I took? She grew up a Navy brat. She always uses fucking military time. She's like, you're going to want to put your iPhone in military time because that's all they use there. I'm like, yeah fine. So I do it and I get over there. Day one, I'm like, I can't do this math. <laughs> I give up. And I went back to good old American time. I don't want to quick I'd be adding things and subtracting things from 12 on a regular basis. All right, everybody. Fast forward 30 seconds to a minute. Just for Joe, I'm going to do a quick Terry Funk impression telling you to leave a review for the Rad Years. Hey, everybody out there listening to the Raiders podcast. It's the king of hardcore, the funkster Terry Funk, letting y'all know to go on to the internet and wherever you do, put a guide review for the Raiders podcast. Because if you don't, your mother's a whore. Exit stage left, even. Heavens to Megatroid. There you go. That's for you guys. For for the love. (laughs) The Foxter's in the building. Speaking of things you don't want us to talk about. Uh, is I don't I don't know how this means it, but everyone's saying that Vince McMahon is going to sell the WWF because he I guess he yeah re- uh, released a bunch of people I never heard of before. Uh, I I've heard of them and there is a couple big names. I guess the thought is that they're dumping contracts to for something something equity. Therefore, it's more valuable. I don't know who would who would buy the WWF like. I tried to explain to Jake that the Jag- owner of the Jaguars, who owns AEW, cannot afford to buy the WWF. 
Yeah, like, unless it's like know. just some restructuring thing. Yeah, you it's, know, that it's probably restructuring. It's probably it's probably to get like liquidation of of stock to give money for. They're probably like like spinning off like Shane or someone. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Or, you know. Something stupid like that. Yeah, Disney could buy it. Wow. Oh, coming to Disney. Yeah, we're, we're trying to. I was trying to think like who who would. Like NBC already has right. the content; they don't need the the show itself. That's... Yeah, why you you wouldn't want to take on that risk and that workload because now you have to pay those people, right? You know, it's right. Well, you re- they're really just contractors; they're not employees. You know, yeah, <laughs> you know, well, they, yeah. You give them health. Well, benefits. I'm talking like you know, pr- production, like office staff. And, yeah, right. You know, yeah, I don't know if with M- all that shit. NBC would buy them because like they they already got the the milk. Why do they want the cow? You know. Uh, oh, that's a very good analogy. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, but Amazon won't buy them because NBC has the right to sell the content. Yeah, maybe Trump's buying it. I like to announce that I am now the president and commissioner, Kate Faby, in real life of the WWF. <laughs> I'm going to be going out there and giving stone cold stunners to everybody who voted for Biden. And denies me my title of real president of the United States. That's me. I'm the, the president of the I'm the real president of the United States and the WWF. I have a new Twitter. I guess he'll be what's it? There's Jack Tunney. I don't I haven't been keeping track of the presidents of the WWF. There's Jack Tunney, then Gorilla Monsoon. So let's just say he's the third. I'm I'm forty five Trump forty five and Trump three. Don't screw up. Don't screw up. He still makes everyone call him Mr. President. Yes. I'm Mr. President of the Well, w- I guess technically you still, w- you still do. F. Yeah, you still do. Uh, uh, you still Mr. Do. Mr. President. Yes, that's me of the WWF. It's the WWE now. Remember the whole get the F out campaign? I don't like that. I don't like that. I never liked that. <laughs> that. Oh, you know what? I w- I'd vote for him in a second. Yeah, to go back he, to the WWE. He buys a WWE and goes to war war with the world wildlife fund and just tells them to go fuck themselves oh and the yeah pandas. i've been waiting for that go fuck your pandas and your giraffes you know me i'm i'm pro i'm anti-world wildlife oh i i know you love just you actually i i saw you you just took all the straws uh I like three Taco Bell and found a duck and just started jamming it down the duck's throat. (laughs) I like three to four straws per drink. No, Mm -hmm. but for real, I think every animal in the ocean should be destroyed. And so so it could be neutralized like a giant swimming pool for us. No, they they should all be bred for my consumption. (laughs) Yeah, see, that's where that's where we differ. When we finally go to war, Squeezer, it'll be on that. That's that's why I I don't I don't. care about the ocean i i care about it long enough just to it's like keeping my plate clean you know like it's just i don't i don't want to go into a restaurant and see the kitchen being disgusting that's why i want the ocean nice and clean because (laughs) i basically my favorite things in the ocean are the like basically the things that clean the floor so but i want i want a nice clean delicious mop what if we just nuked the whales and everything else in the ocean and then just fished them out for you to eat and then had just this nice swimming pool for us to swim in well it's it's the radiation you don't cook a whale in a microwave no have you ever you got to get them fresh that's why you got to harpoon them and let them bleed out while they scream in agony with Mm. their you know whale calls 
course. Am I the only I'm one foolish. that watched the Cove and got hungry? How foolish am I? I don't even know what the Cove is. Ah, it was that documentary where they butcher the the dolphins in the well Cove. Oh, it's yeah. pretty. It's horrific. Yeah, it, it is horrific. I joke. We're both joking, everybody. That's how you we. Could, that's how we cover up our pain. Right. You know? Get off the reviews. That like stop. Com- like give us thumbs up on YouTube. Take away the thumbs down. We're just joking. This is comedy. We are professional comedians. Comedy. Well, we're what? Yes, exactly. Oh, that was another joke. Gotcha. All right. Uh, so. I know a lot of people keep asking for more impressions of my dad and more stories from my dad. Um, so I call, I told you I called my dad and uh, I, I wanted him to, uh, to come on the show. I was like, dad, it doesn't even have to be like live. I could record you and I could sit down and talk and I could just record it and play it. Well, uh, I don't know. And, um, but you know, uh, uh, uh I don't think it's good for my political career. What political career, Dad? You're not in politics. His wife's in, <laughs> in like, the, the, if think of the lowest level of politics, like lower than Leslie Nope. And that's what his wife is. And he's like, well, I, uh, now that I am in politics, I don't have room for uh, shenanigans in my life. I don't know uh, if your interview on your whatever show you do will tarnish my reputation. You don't know jack shit about the show we do, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. You do it with Squeezer. I don't know what it is, but uh, I, I'm not, I can't do the show because, uh, uh, no, I just, I don't know. I do not do interviews. He, it's lower than state senator. Yeah, he, but he doesn't do interviews. So I did the next best thing. I called my mom, who's been divorced from him for 20 years, but was married to him for... Let's go 79 to 99. So that's 10, 20 years, 20 years. So, oh my God, they've been divorced as long as they were married. Jesus Christ. I feel yeah, uh, I just realized my parents were roughly the same because I think they were 98 and they got married in 78. So yeah, uh, they were, yours and mine were pretty much in the same oh, Jesus. track. So, uh, um, she told me a good one. So uh, we are at the Whitehall Mall, and this was before. Like my parents did not. You know, we we got our sneakers from uh, from James Way. You know, I had Mario sneakers, and occasionally, like the one time, my dad bought us Reebok pumps. My mom went to get him. Oh, I got you guys Reebok pumps. They're the coolest shoe in the market. My mom's like, we we couldn't afford them, and, and she was ready to 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 kill him. Yeah, I know. I, I steal most of my bits, Sean, from Howard Stern. That's so the great ones. Uh, uh, good ones borrow, great ones steal. That's what I should say. So, um, we, you know, we didn't normally have expensive shoes, so we got most of our shoes from Payless, especially our fucking church shoes. Oh, I hated shopping for church shoes. So we were, my mom says we were at the Whitehall Mall, and she let my dad and I go try on shoes by ourselves, where she had to look for something else in a different store. So I'm in the kids section, apparently. I don't remember this. And my dad's in the, in the men's section. And she comes in and she sees me. And I have this, like, confused look on my face. And she she's like, oh, Ryan, what's wrong? And I said, I found these shoes I like, but they don't feel right. They feel right. They're not comfortable. And she looks in and she goes, they're on the wrong feet. <laughs> I had the right and the left screwed up. 
And she's just laughing. And I, I was like, ah, oh, all right. She's like, where's your dad? I go over there in the men's section. She goes with my dad and he's sitting there with these shoes on. He's looking down at him and she's like, well, what'd you find? He goes, I like these, but they don't feel right. And she looks down and she's like, and she starts laughing uncontrollably, like so loud and obnoxious. Everyone in the store is looking at her that she had to leave the store. And my dad, you know, puts the shoes back and comes down and he's like, Tindy, Tindy, what are you, what are you doing? What's wrong? And she's like, you had him on the wrong feet. And she's like, oh, oh, what are you laughing so hard for? She's like, your idiot son did the same thing three seconds earlier. <laughs> oh, yep, like father, like son. Oh. So I, she said she's going to, she's like, I got a bunch of stories that make your dad uh, seem like a buffoon that he is. So I'll, <laughs> I'll gladly call you back with more of them. So. If he's too, uh, too, too uh, big time and the political operative, uh, yeah, and you can you can hide his identity. He can be Jeffrey with a G E O instead sure. of a J E F. He's the giraffe yeah. that ran towards our Ross guys. Yes. Come on, you know that. Darryl, I mean, that would make up? sense if you were the spawn of a, a toy store owning giraffe and an anthropomorphic toy store owning Anthropo- giraffe. Yes, anthropomorphic. Anthropomorphic. Yes. Wow, I you just made me realize my yeah, my mom's second marriage is uh as of next week will be just as long, I think, as her first one. Yeah, I think, me. I think my mom's that's kinda messed up. My mom's close to that with her second marriage. Uh my dad and his wife didn't marry till about ten years ago. So they're halfway there, Z's. It it feels like like it feels like eternity that they were together with us, because I mean yeah, it's, well, you're, time you're, moves slower time as, moves slower you're, as you're, you're a kid. kid. You also have all those memories that you kind of build up. And then I think back to how devastated I was. Right. And then, well, I'm speaking for myself, not for you. But uh, like in hindsight, my God, thank God that happened. Yeah, I know. <laughs> because I don't know if my mom would be so willing to embarrass my dad and tell me stories if they were still married. Maybe this, maybe so. Oh, yeah, we, they, we need to get... <laughs> They need, uh, Joe says they need more on uh, Javier. I need to grill my mom about Javier because she was in charge of the whole program. Javier Beltran Fernandez. Oh, uh, yep. All uh, right. So, your podcast fans, what do you got? Like six of them? Seven? <laughs> no, eight. Fans? Dad. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Eight. eight, Dad. We have eight. Oh, oh uh, they, they could, uh, if they want to hear me, uh, no, I don't do interviews. Uh, Daryl got married January 1st, 2020. Did he open the gates of hell? Yes, Daryl. Yes, you did. Thank you for that. Um, no, I'm kidding. So that's, that, I, that was a little Jeffrey story for all you people who, uh, you, 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 uh, write that you want to hear more Jeffrey impressions and for Clint too. Clint said he likes, uh, Jeffrey. Oh, oh, oh hmm. I, uh, ladies often tell me I look like Bobby Kennedy. Right. <laughs> Uncle Bix made the mistake of telling him he was the the most handsome man in the building today. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, he's right, but... Um, I believe that goes to Handsome Corey. <laughs> I, mean, hmm. I don't know. Lil Dave was looking pretty handsome today. Yeah, that's because I made him... I told him to look sharp. And I come dressed in the same cargo shorts and fucking t-shirt and polo. You had the squeezer outfit. I was surprised you weren't wearing yeah, a squeezer the... shirt. 
I don't What's know. That? Did we ever talk about the squeezer shirt on the Radiers podcast? You, I had to wear that because you were told me to go nondescript and not represent the company on that shoot. So that's why I went with that. No, the squeeze, the gray squeezer shirt though, the official squeezer shirt, the two double-breasted oh. pocket. Oh yeah, that no, is. I haven't found a short buried somewhere. A, a short sleeve, like dark gray, double-breasted button-down po- a shirt. That's the official squeezer shirt. Yeah, with the cargo shorts that basically go to your ankles, he, he mm-hmm. looks like a Kevin Smith action figure <laughs> in the Adidas sneakers. That's uh, it's slight. It it's just slightly thinner than a dicky. Yeah, although I do have my dicky around somewhere. I got to actually bust those out for the summer. I was thinking those would look pretty badass when we start. I'll start patching those over with all the patches that we got. I, I can look like I'm a, a welder, like I'm a roadie. Mm, or no, a welder, right, yeah. yeah. Ish in the house. Okay, one last one. Uh, Joe wants to hear my dad reviewing The Wizard. Uh, Ryan, that movie about the stupid video games you played on, uh, you told me to remind you if you want to watch it again. <laughs> What's that, Mario Brothers 7? Well, how many are there? All right, I don't know. The kid from The Wonder Years is on it. I, I don't know. Yeah. Hey, Bick, why are you watching The Wizard? Let's go watch Caddyshack 2. <laughs> Right, Major League Two's on. Let's go watch. Dad. Now, if they made a Wizard Two, uh, I, I, unless Chevy Chase is in it somehow, I don't think he's interested. Uh, I'll be at Blockbuster. Dad, can we rent the Star Wars movies? Well, uh, we have uh, baseballs recorded, Ryan. I don't think we need to rent Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I still to this day don't think my dad's ever seen Star Wars. <laughs> So he doesn't get like half the jokes in the movie either. Oh, no, you don't need. It to. doesn't matter. That's a good yeah. point. You don't yeah. need to. I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. Okay, uh, I think we've we've bantered long enough, Squeezer. Ah, oh, yeah. So we've entertained the masses. Now we can ramble on about nonsense. Yes, we decided that it's almost time for the last. I mean, what is the last day of school in the year of COVID? I guess it's weird, but. Uh, our last day of school was usually mid-June, early to mid-June, right, Squeeze? Yeah, it depends how many snow days boned us. Yeah. Um, so we figured it was a good time to talk about some of our last day of school memories. And my dear friend Squeezer, I believe I go first this week. Okay, and you go first. I, in advance, I want to apologize for my picks because this was a this was kind of tough. So there's some Simpsons in there, of course. All right. That's, apology accepted. Thanks. That's what I do. I apologize. Through the years, people have been trying to find things to beat SOS soap pads. But SOS is a good idea that's still the best idea. After all, nothing cleans better or shines brighter. And for only pennies a pad, SOS doesn't cost you a small fortune. SOS, our competition keeps proving what a great buy we really are. Ah, nothing like slave labor from the children who, who pay money to go to your Catholic school. Was this a thing in public school, Squeezer? Were you forced to bring like Brillo pads to school at the end of the year, three apiece, to clean your desks and chairs in the parking lot? No, <laughs> no. There's there they there's a number of people on staff that my tax dollars go to that, or my parents' tax dollars go to to clean said desk. 
so we had to. Uh, there was a um, you had to bring three at least three Brillo pads, and there was a hierarchy of Brillo pads. SOS were the little round blue guys, but there was there's green ones, there's pink ones, and there's yellow ones. Blue, if you had the regular blue ones, and there was no logic to this because I don't know if there were like. SOS wasn't brand name or not, but blue was what everyone had. But if you had the pink or, or yellow, that was high class. You were an elite class of Brillo pads. There was like a status. Oh, we were the the generic store brand green, little like just a flat green rectangle ones that really don't do much. Like they'll get egg off a nonstick pan. Yeah, but... <laughs> They looked cool. When everyone else has the blue SOS pads and you have like something different that stands out, mm-hmm. like, you know, for kids that that's all that matters. The pink ones oh, too. Yeah. And the I think the yellow lemon scented ones, the Brillo, those those oh, were you're just huffing Brillo pads. Right. Those you are the king and queens of last day of school cleaning. So they they we'd have to walk all our desks and chairs out to the parking lot. And they'd hose they ho- carried yours for you. <laughs> right um they'd hose them all down for you out there like they'd spray them with those and you go in with the brillo pad and scrub them down yes we had to clean our own uh chairs and our own desks and then they what, what was happening over the course of the school year that you need to use a damn brillo pad oh shit got, well we didn't like did you have the desks that had storage underneath them uh sometimes uh i think most of them so they used to have the ones like let me guess yours were like the faux laminate wood with the stamped uh, like brownish sheet metal desk drawer yeah it had underneath no uh it was like a lift it was like a it was basically like oh you were the lifty ones yeah the lifting ones or we or or, or they didn't have the lifting ones it was just like it was like a a like a shelf so it was there was the wood on the top and then underneath it was like maybe seven inches of just like space connecting Mm -hmm. the metal and you just put your stuff in there and yeah we never had the lifty ones we had the lifty ones younger but by like fifth sixth grade it was just you put your stuff in it yeah well then what happened was around it was like a hole right it you just stuff things in yeah and at by fifth grade, what they started doing was um, getting rid of all those and replacing them with basically the same thing, only they were like just wire racks, mm. like wide grill racks that you can you can put a book or a notepad in there, but you couldn't hide your stuff. You couldn't put anything in there to hide like you could see right through it. Yeah. And like, well, the school that, couldn't afford that. Way, that. Yeah. That was no fun. And then by high school, we didn't have any of that, and everything was the like those squeeze your fat gut into those like right side desk single yeah. side desk. That's what, that's what it was by middle school for me. So by seven, uh, I got kicked out of Catholic school halfway through seventh grade. So at Christmas break, I left Catholic school never to go back. And at the end of Christmas break, I started uh, public school at Parkland at Troxel. Um, and it was lockers. It was like a whole new world, a whole new world with lockers uh, and those little desks. And I loved it. It was, And like books from like the modern era and not from like when my dad went to high school or when my dad went to the school. <laughs> um, it was great. I hated Catholic school. But like I had this this 
I don't like to use the word, but she was a fucking cunt teacher in six. Whoa. Yeah, right. Who hated me because my mom worked at the church for like the pastor, the head guy of everything. So she hated my mom. So she hated me. And she t- and I was I was a little dickhead. Like I would do impressions of her. I did every teacher like impressions, though. Yeah, you should be honored, right? Yeah, it should be. And um, she would like always dump my desk because I—I I mean, you've seen my desk at work. Imagine my desk at school. Your whole office, jeez. Yeah, right. But no, just look at my desk. There's shit everywhere. Yeah, it's—I don't know how you. It, it brings me anxiety. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. So, uh, uh, language. Nonetheless, uh, she would dump my desk uh, like a few times a year. In front of the whole class. And one time I was like, I was just standing there. She's like, well, clean it up. I go, I didn't dump it. You did. And she marched me down to the principal's office (laughs) for detention. As she should have. Fuck her. The next year was when I I was done. I was fed up with idiot teachers. It was like the woman was fresh out of college. She was dumb as a box of rocks, and she could not control the class. She, uh, made, we had these these like math tests. They were like cubes, and each week you took it and got graded. And I, I aced every single one of them. I got a hundred, and kids who didn't got like a failing grade had to get it signed by their parents. Uh, and they weren't bringing it in, so she's like, everyone needs to get every one of these math tests signed every week, like by your parents, so they see it. And I was like, okay, and I just forgot. Because I never got it signed before because I always got like a perfect grade. And she said, you didn't get signed. You got 100. I go, but I aced it. Why do I have to get it signed? She goes, that's the rules. You don't get to break the rules just because you think you can do whatever you want. So I'm like, uh. so I was like, whatever. And she goes, you have detention tonight. I go, okay. That night I got in the bus line. I went home. I, I, I did the move with my arm. I got away from her and I left the school and I went home. So she went down to the principal and this fat bitch comes upstairs. Um, and much fond memories you have. Yeah, I know. She's just fat bitch principal Betty Smith. She's like, she comes up and she's talking to the teacher. I'm, like, I'm glad you're using a fake name. That's not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so she's talking to the the uh, teacher, and they're looking at me, and I'm like, oh boy, I'm in trouble. <laughs> and she goes, Ryan Kelly, get up here. And I come up to the class, and I'm like, what? She goes, you might think you can do whatever you want, but I got news for you. You can't. I'm like, cool. Thought that one out, huh? And she's like, starting tonight, (laughs) I'm going to see that you personally are here every night for detention for the next month. And I was like, all right. That night, got in the bus line, got on the bus, went home. (laughs) Skip detention again. But this time I went home and I uh, made a flyer on our computer that said she was a lesbian dancer at the Ramada and ladies night, the Ramada Inn by Whitehall, because I saw that they had a flyer back in the Tilios. They had it. So I copied the flyer and I said featuring her name and I cut her picture out of the yearbook and taped it on there. Then I went back to the books and more and I took all the change I could find and made as many copies. I replaced the signs at the Tilios with these signs and I papered them all over the school. Freaking Marie Kakarika and I forget the other girl's name and they were right above told their parents it was me who then came to Betty Smith and told her and she was mortified. 
Did they know it was you, or they just assumed it was you? They knew it was me. <laughs> so they they told they're like, look what Ryan Kelly did. I was riding high too. I was like, I pulled off the perfect prank. <laughs> so they had a big meeting, and this is where I love my dad because he was. They're like, uh, we don't think it it's it, it would be fit for your son to continue going to the school. Man, like, oh, you can't kick him out of here because I'm pulling him the hell out of this shithole. Because he was on my side. He's like, what did he do? You pissed him off, and now you should fucking live with it. Yeah. Yeah. So then um, that was maybe early December uh, or November or something like that. I don't know. It was a while because they're like, oh, you have another month there. So it was just like stupid little pranks. We put Beano in the teacher's coffee. All I would make her do is not have gas. Yeah. <laughs> but my friend Will was like, we're going to put Beano in her coffee. I'm like, all right. <laughs> uh, it was fun. Though. We had fun. Uh, but yes. Um, so your, la- your last day of school was technically in December. Yes. Yeah, so it, it was the last day of school. I didn't have to clean my fucking desk, though, motherfuckers. No Brillo pads in seventh grade. <laughs> I can't believe they made you Brillo pad. I know. Right? Like, we would ha- like they would have you, like, help you, like, you would help tidy up. Like, now they might know? they might give you, like, a Clorox wipe and, like, wipe down your desk. Yeah. But not go out in the parking lot where they spray down your desk and then... They're like, wear your gym clothes today. Why? You're cleaning your desk. <laughs> I think Eric, he said, I love when they put x lax in the soda and Three Ninjas. That was kind of the goal. But my friend came in with Beano. Uh, yeah. I'm yeah. like, what does that do? He's like, it's the same thing. I'm like, I don't think it is. <laughs> does this say Xanax? <laughs> uh, if only we could have put Xanax. She needed Xanax. She was a fucking lunatic. And then, so my mom's like whole deal was like, you still have to go to CCD. That's the rule. Like, you know, you don't have to go to Central Catholic, but you still have to go to CCD and get confirmed. I'm like, mom, I don't believe in God. She's like, I don't care who you believe in. You're still getting confirmed. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't about you. Right. <laughs> so we'd be in like confirmation practice in the church and this bitch who taught eighth grade who didn't like me because she taught us like two two classes mrs klotz uh oh she was a fucking c-word too squeezer don't get me wrong thanks was she related to roger klotz i think she might have been i think she might have been she would be like mr kelly don't think i forgot about you just because you don't go to the school anymore i see you back there causing her i was like fuck off back then i didn't care (laughs) i was a little dick hell you sure were. Yeah, not anymore though. <laughs> uh, all right, Squeezer. Sorry, You're a respected member of the community. <laughs> Sorry, I turned you into an my actual, an actual, actual, actual business people and and members of high-ranking members of society have to deal with you. Yes, they do. Um, Squeezer, thank you for playing mother therapist for me. Oh, I got those demons out. Um, I am your sounding board. Uh, now I would like to, uh, have your first pick. Here it is. 
Once you get over here, you drop off, you grab that flag, and you win this prize. XR 1604 Digital Full Logic Auto Rivers Dolby C High Power Car Stereo with CD input. Live performance sound, and it comes from Sherwood. This time it's Magnavox's 3-inch portable LCD TV. It's smart, very smart. Watch it anywhere, anytime, even outdoors from Magnavox. Man, no one can hawk a prize like Harvey. Oh yeah, man, those are some sick prizes. Yeah, um, that 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 car stereo. I had to go with the car stereo one with because... CD input. <laughs> input, yeah. So it's not even. It doesn't even have a CD player, but you can plug one into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and for all the other, I don't know all those bells and whistles and adjectives that they use to describe all the features that it has. Dolby sound um, stereo. Yeah, because that's what you need in your car. Dolby sa- like that, that's great. It can output Dolby Sound, but still, like, the I, I same think basic Dolby two sound, wire speakers. Right. I think Dolby Sound in the 80s was just stereo. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I was lucky that sound came out of both my speakers in my car that I had then. Hmm. Um, now, we're talking prizes here. Now, I'm trying to – how do I get to this without burning one of your picks? But we had, you know, events at the end of school. No, go ahead. You're not going to burn it. Oh, okay. Uh, like like a, a field day or activity day or yeah. Uh, we did all kinds of basically like just some fun stuff and some just dumb stuff. Like you know, ba- basically like homemade carnival games outside <coughs> for the kids to play, and oh, you can wow. win prizes. And it, they must have just must broken be nice into to the have back government money What's funding that? your operation. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or they just broke into the back of Showbiz Pizza and stole all, like, everything from the lower shelf underneath the counter. Because that's what it was. It was was spider rings and... Those uh, little uh, finger puppets. Like those little spinny tops, finger traps, and... No, the little little monster guys you put on your finger with the wiggly arms. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, kind of like the the cheap little finger versions of, like, the little Ghostbuster guys that would come with your, you know... Real Ghostbusters. Yeah, those were kind of look like that. Like things you put in a quarter machine at uh, like the grocery store. Yeah, but you would come home a with like so, and this would be like early in the day, you know, because they put they do it in the morning. Yeah. Because you don't want to send the poor little kids out in like that afternoon heat. I mean, that's why construction workers go home at three. But so now you spend the rest of your day, you you have a bag full of all these knickknacks and tchotchke things. And it's great because now you're just sitting at your desk and the teachers are just going through the motions at this point or maybe they're actually trying to teach. At that age, they're kind of eh, somewhere in between. Like They probably tricked you into thinking that they're actually teaching when they're just, you know, reading a, you know, I don't know, People magazine or some shit. I would say on their phone texting their, you know, significant other, but they couldn't do that back then. Um, but... Uh, so you just, you it was play day, with all those like, but you, all these they were the greatest. You had the coolest toys at home. All right, remember spoiled squeezer? I don't know if you know him. Yep. But those were dead to me as far as I was concerned <laughs> because you that had happens, toys at school, and it was allowed. And. We would get like the coolest where they were these little like wormy looking things that were like suction cup and they were badass. And he would have been all over the desk. 
and then you'd have them all over the windows and stuff like because it was like you just lost it you just went over anywhere in the classroom and you would just play with other kids things and it was like you like they would battle and shit or you had the little tops and i don't know spin them and fall off the desk because you don't have the hand-eye coordination that's been a proper top uh that's like you know kids that grew up in the 30s knew how to spin a top right like I, I had a Game Boy. I don't need to know how to do that. Like if you said, "Hey, go play with a hoop and stick," uh, I don't think so. My grandfather tried to teach me how to play marbles, and like I was all right. Wait, but... you could play with marbles? You just don't whip them at your brother's head? Yeah, no, no. There's actually like he was like a national champion marble player or some shit like that. It was like he was like a savant for hmm. marbles. Marbles. Now, whatever. Uh, but that. Whenever we had marbles, it was just like there there were like bowling balls for our action figures, or you just take a handful and whip them at each other, or you whip them at each other. Yeah. Um, and they're great, you know, slingshot ammo. I always just like to tussle them. My hand felt good; it was therapeutic. But then, if you like squeeze ben, them too hard, and you get that grindy glass sensation that just goes right through you. Ben wall balls. Oh, okay. Well, you know, just do that to my childhood. Um, but yeah, it was, we, we would, and that went on for pretty much elementary, come middle school. I, I don't, I think they started to phase that out. Like you would get, we'd still do, still do like field day stuff. Um, but the, the prizes kind of went away. Elementary, like second, third, fourth, that was like peak, just end of school fun. Cause I, I mean, I don't, you didn't, did you really learn anything there anyway? You learned learn how to write and do math you know i guess that is learning i guess that's the important learning after fourth grade you're you can go work on a farm really it's like what do you oh social studies and algebra and all after like, no. what what grade eighth fourth fourth oh fourth yeah fourth grade like you after fourth grade you can become a productive member of society in uh... fact everyone's pushing like there was always that thing when we were in school it's like you had to go to college, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, and and I disagree with that. I disagree too. You should go to trade school. Yeah, or learn, art school. Uh, yeah, at least a little bit, or even in high school, do that. Like it should be at least your senior year. It should be more like half and half. Like, go to Votech. It's good for like learn a trade, even if it's not what you're gonna do. You know, right. it's a good basis for something. All right, I wish I had. Or I would repair. argue. Yeah, I really wish. I wish I would have actually gone more for like and be an electrician, and actually be like a licensed electrician in this business. And then I could be that guy that just sits there with the deuce and a half that tows the generator of the trucks and get paid a sick rate to just sit there and babysit a generator. Mm-hmm. You could still it's do that, glorious. Squeezer. It's not too young. It's not too old. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't want to go on the road. And plus, I I, I don't want to leave you behind. Well, no, I'm Break saying my heart. learn it for here. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I, I wish I, because listen, I was trying to fix my AC myself and I got pretty damn close. Like I, we, we got pretty close to figuring out what the fuck it was on my own. I mean, uh, our friend Donnie's brother-in-law helped me like diagnose it. And then we finally had to call in the pros. But like, if I, if I just had a multimeter and a little more understanding of it, I would have, I would have gotten it. Oh, what the hell? And, and Ishmael's talking about bringing toys to school. The only toy we ever had at school was a, a Nerf. We had many Nerf footballs because we played Nerf football. 
every single recess. Every single recess, I played Nerf football. Do you have the whistly kind? Yeah, oh, yeah. That hurt is like fucking oh, winter. Oh, yeah. Right off the knuckle? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all or right. you just throw it sideways and it just... But you, you, I'm guessing you guys, if they made you bring your own Brillo pads, they weren't giving you little toys as gifts for. No, we're going to talk about that here in my next pick. Oh, perfect. So I couldn't find anything that said field day. I remember an old field day promo from recess, so I pulled the open from recess. Our field day was like the poor kids field day squeezer. There wasn't carnival games. It was like hopscotch <laughs> <laughs> and like water balloon relay. Um, so we, we all got to wear our um, gym clothes. Our, we had a gym uniform. So it was oh. a... It was a shirt and shorts or sweatpants, and there's a sweatshirt too. It was gym uniform we had to buy to wear. And there was a green St. Francis Friar shirt and sh and short matching shorts. So we had and there were teams, and the only new what up the only uh, prize we got was like a teensy little Dixie cup of ice cream at the end of the day that was like freezer burn. And oh, I remember those. The only reason we had field day. Was because it was, they didn't want to pay the janitors for a single day after school, so field day was the day the janitors oh. went in and did like the first full cleaning of the school, and then the day after field day was the day we all took our desks and chairs and everything out and cleaned them in the parking lot. <laughs> Jesus, my God! Didn't they have to pay to go to this school? Yep. Yeah, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. uh, but uh, my dad went there, so uh, we got to send the kids there because the kids. God forbid we send them to Parkland, the state-of-the-art school, the biggest school district in the fucking planet. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have any dashes or anything, because we are in the middle of a ghetto, Sean. <laughs> There's 11th and Washington, Squeezer. Uh, hang on. French and, uh... So Tillman Street, then Washington, yep, uh, yep, I know, then I know 11th Street. Yeah, I know, I know exactly where you're at. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't the best part of town still not no no so we used to have our marathon where we walk through the city <laughs> yeah the tiny cups with the wooden spoons uh but one year my brother got stung by a bee and it was like really upset and wasn't sure if he was allergic or not and i used that as an excuse to get out of doing anything that was fun like he got stung by a bee and he was two years two grades older than me but, so you had to take care of your big brother? Uh, sure. I just, <laughs> I think I, uh, I think like, I forget what the fuck we did. Did he bring his Game Boy? Because it was like near the end of school and his Game Boy, and they let us play it in the nurse's office. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, because of the boo-boo. Right, because he got stung by being, he was crying. And I, I, I was like. <gasps> Could you imagine if you... <laughs> If you showed up with a Game Boy? Oh, my God. They would have thrown me out in third yeah. grade. 
Yeah, but Chris. And and if you would have got stung by a bee, they'd been like, "Well, this is God sending you a message." <laughs> yeah, right. So, um, my uh, my brother was two years above me. So every teacher I had had my brother uh, first, and the, and Chris was my brother's a rule follower first of all, and he's not an asshole, and I love my brother to death. He's my favorite person in the world, but. He, he back as a kid he was very much into following the rules and and doing what you're told and i was like fuck this i do what i think's right and, and you know i was a little dickhead who raged against the machine you know and then spouted off i back talked and was a little dickhead so every single teacher including second grade sister marie juliana would constantly complain to my mom why can't ryan be more like christopher he was such a good boy my mom's like listen I had to deal with this little asshole. Now you have to. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> and wait, is this in front of you too? Yeah. Like, why can't he be like his brother? Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's, I'm, that's healthy. That's... And I'm just sitting there with my little devilish smile, staring at the ceiling, not listening. Like his brother was so quiet and so well behaved. I can't, sh- he just back talks me every chance he gets. And I was like, yeah, welcome to my life. He's yours for these hours. I don't want to hear about it. I'm paying you for this. Right. You watch him. Oh, my God. And she'd be like, I am doing that. They, they couldn't. And see, they hated that I did well on tests, too. They wanted me to be stupid. That's always uh, uh, that's always good for a teacher. So They weren't teachers. They were idiots I, or nuns. I, they didn't, yeah, fair enough. They should not have been teaching like children. Yes, I was junior from Problem Child. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't trying to kill anybody, but like, I would, I would, I started a petition in second grade. I don't remember this. My mom and the bus driver thought it was hysterical to get the bus driver kicked off because she was such a bitch to everybody. I had a petition in second grade that I got signed by eight people to have the bus driver removed. I was Norma Ray out of the womb. <laughs> I'm I'm starting to I'm starting to wonder here. Maybe uh maybe all these people are really great well to do individuals and you seem to be the common denominator with all these miserable people here. <laughs> yeah, I guess. They just weren't ready for me, squeezer. I was ahead of no. my time. Yeah, you were ahead of your time. Yeah. But I, I kinda, how could you be so miserable? Me? No, no, not you. No, no. Oh, yeah, they can't get laid. They, they were working for $14,000 a year, Squeezer. Don't they get room and board? Well, the nuns, yeah. I mean, yeah, they were miserable. She was just a miserable bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really throwing, I'm really name throwing. <laughs> I like Miss, all right, I'll, I'll say something. Like, in fifth grade, I had this teacher, Mrs. Malik, who thought I was a genius and didn't, like, didn't particularly like Chris that much. Cause Chris didn't, like Darth Malik? Yeah, kind of. Um, she was a great woman and, and loved me, and I thrived on, under her. Uh, and she thought my impression of her was hysterical. So. But none of the other. And Mrs. Dorito in first grade thought I was funny, too. Ooh, Mrs. Dorito? Dorito, not Dorito. Uh, she told my mom that I should. She, she's like, you should put him in movies. He's hysterical. He just goes on and on and on. Um, probably Adderall too, <laughs> or Ritalin. <laughs> well, those are the ones. Just if you just roll with it a little bit, just give you a little bit of slack. Yeah. 
and it goes a long way. I'm not saying just give you free reign. Right, right. And that's what they did. Swag. It's the ones that want to try to just clamp down and control everything. Right. That's when... Which was third grade, fourth grade, yeah. sixth grade, and seventh grade. Finally, I snapped. The more you tighten your grip, the more star systems will slip through your fingers. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then I got, got to Parkland with all the hippie teachers, and I was... I, I, I found my place. Everyone's like, I hate this school. I'm like, you don't know. You don't know what else is out there. <laughs> you don't know. Uh, little did she know I would have a podcast today. And uh, the eight people who listen now know she was a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Squeezer, what's your next pick? his favorite book but tonight he's really getting into it from don blue director of an american tale and the land before time comes the magical animation sensation rockadoodle rated g starts april 3rd at theaters everywhere Rockadoodle. That was like the weak tit of the Don Bluth universe. Oh yeah, and that's why. That's why. Where else are you gonna see Rockadoodle, than, on like that last day of school. So like I I, I remember it was third grade because that would have been out a year already. Or was it fourth grade? I don't know. I just remember sitting there and watching Rockadoodle, uh, Rockadoodle on that well generously tilted TV ratchet strapped to that stand um, in class. And that was that thing that you look forward to. Like the last couple days, it was just movies. And not like the movies that they made you watch throughout the year, which now I watch for pleasure, but like actual movies. Even if it is Rockadoodle, you'll take Rockadoodle just sit there and sit quietly and play with your little toys that you want. And it was just, I'm not saying that we watched E.T. and we cost a teacher their career, but uh, it was it was always like this tier of movie. It was never, you never got, you never got Disney movies. It was definitely like Don Bluth or like, Movies that the teacher taped they're, off well, of. Well, they're afraid of Disney suing them. Yeah. Well, that and that's what happened with the whole E.T. thing. Uh, a teacher showed a copy of E.T. in class. Um, I believe, and it was, actually, E.T. was still in theater, so it was a pirated version of E.T. They showed it to their class. The little kid goes home. It's like, Daddy, we watched your movie. And I guess Dad was a producer. Mm. on et or with the studio oh why would you and, do that in fucking they... los angeles jesus christ you're just asking for a problem yeah you should yeah you, you know one of those little shits mom or dad you know had something to do with it um but yeah uh we would uh it, it was always uh like they taped it off of tv so then like all the commercial breaks were in there too and sometimes they'd get up and fast forward, but most of the times you just sit there and sit through the commercials, and it was fine. They were it drinking was just, their it, 
coffee. Its sole purpose was to just keep you occupied. They're drinking their coffee, and I say that with air quotes because it probably had booze oh, yeah. in it. If I know anything from Parm, no, I'm kidding. He does not drink on the show. Oh yeah, no, that I know. Not, at least not that job. That job, yeah. I mean, when your boss uh, drinks with you, is it really a bad thing? No, whoa, whoa, it's whoa, 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 with the beer drinking. You're Sorry, tr- you're trying to sneak one in on me. I did. Um, I don't know. Did you? Because I know you had a TV in there. Like, did you have like you had like one TV? They had two, and it was one per floor. Oh, yeah. So you'd have to sign out. The teacher would have to sign out the TV on the cart and bring it down to uh, to uh, the room. So you weren't watching Rockadoodle. Not, and we. I'll talk about um, in middle school or high school. um, I have a a movie. We watched. Uh, it's my last pick. It's my last pick. So we got. We got. Okay. We got ways to get. No, to where we had, I did it. We were. We were fancy pants. Uh, we were the fancy rich school because you know we have all that all that mall tax money coming in. So we 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 had a TV in every classroom. That <whistles> cable in the classroom shit. And then they still put them on wheels, which I never got. It's like you can. Or no, I'm sorry. It was a pod. So there was one TV for every pod. So there was like you know like three, like it was like a, like a dorm, like one of those like like so like Saved by the Bell the college years, like you had that like the hallway and then you had a classroom like on each side, and you and you guys shared stuff, but and like at the end of the year they kind of just cram all the kids together, you know so they could and then share the TV and you'd sit around and watch Rockadoodle, while the teachers, um, drank their coffee, air quotes. So uh, you probably watch like Last Temptation of Christ or something. Probably, there was a. Uh, <laughs> yeah, why would we watch Last Temptation of Christ? <laughs> uh, there was a piece of news that I I I, I pulled up on my desktop and I forgot to share with everybody. It's and I, it came through tonight at six thirty four. It's probably the biggest news to hit the Radius community since we started the show. Move over, Snyder cut, the Morton Jankel cut. Is now released for free on the internet. They had twenty. Oh, minutes. I was going to even bring that up, but I didn't want to. <laughs> We're starting to move on. Twenty minutes of lost footage of the Super Mario Brothers, nineteen ninety three movie from those two piece of shit directors, Rocky Morton and Annabelle Jenkel, who poured coffee on uh, an extra's head, I believe. <laughs> uh, so. The footage has been restored by the Super Mario Brothers, the movie archive, which has been working for years to find and restore it. Now, Super Mario Brothers, the Morton Jenkel cut has been released, and it's also free to watch on the Internet Archive. Viewers can tell which scenes have been newly added as there are timestamps located at the bottom of the screen. Goddamn. What a day. What a fucking time to be alive. Yeah, I, I, I saved the link. I'm like, I will watch this. I have two things to watch that are progressing. It's that and the uh, uh, link you sent me for, uh, uh, what the hell is that? Oh, the, Shady Maples? Shady Maple uh, video. I didn't get a chance to watch it yet. Oh, man. That's, but, uh, a, that's a beaut. You're never going to watch yeah. any of this stuff. So, no. <laughs> no, of course not. Because I, I, fell, I fell down the rabbit hole of... I uh, 
was for some reason started rewatching Game of Thrones and partway through like season two started getting pissed off just because I knew where it was going to go. And then since I'm on HBO Max, I just jumped over and rewatched like Rick and Morty for the 30th thousandth time to get ready for, you know, end of the month. Aren't you watching like uh, some, uh, what's that anime shit that Jake likes? No, I I mean, it's been, I, I was, I would watch that when I was working out and I haven't done that lately. So there's that. Such a stud. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So now I got Joe Walsh stuck in my head because of that. So. All right. Um, and now because I got Joe Walsh stuck in my head, I want to go back and watch the Warriors. So. Yeah. Warriors. So I'll never get to anything new. Come out and play. All right. I guess it's my turn for my next pick, right? Mm-hmm. All right, here is my next pick. Now at Pizza Hut, your kids can share in the adventures of Fern Gully. I'm Zach. I'm Krista. With the Fern Gully Pizza Pack, they get a personal pan pizza with their favorite topping, a collectible cup featuring their favorite Fern Gully characters, and a package of seeds they plant and watch grow in their own terrarium. All for just $2.99 and only at Pizza Hut. Now your kids can explore the adventures of Fern Gully. This is so incredible. Oh, man. I got the Fern Gully novelization in sixth grade <clears throat> sorry voice i didn't even do vince or uh alex jones and i'm losing my voice i thought you were doing alex jones right now no <laughs> i had to clear my throat off camera uh nah, 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 nah. <laughs> um so uh, i got the novelization at a book fair in sixth grade with that bitch teacher i had <laughs> of fern <Gully. laughs> it's just it's, it's funny a family right? show yeah so, yes, it's a family show. Uh, so my parents uh, usually were so overwhelmed by the fact that us monster three monsters were home now every day while they worked. Uh, so they, like my mom was like, we're not cooking. And the only pizza we got as kids was pizza. We honest to God, mm-hmm. unless we went to like a pizzeria, like a, like like the one that's still open in the South Mall or somewhere. Or like a restaurant that had pizza, we or, or like grottos down at the beach. We never got, we never had delivered any other pizza. It was only pizza, and it was only ever thin crust pizza, nothing else. Oh, oh no, oh thin and, pizza thin and crispy. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know Pizza Hut even had thin crust or anything like that. Pizza thin and crispy, and um, that was the only pizza. That's the pizza I grew up with. And I still like it. I mean, but my mom, that's all we got. And um, so I was like super excited. Oh, my God. Mom, they ordered pizza. Like, this is the best night ever. So I had a bedroom that overlooked the driveway. So I'd sit in my uh, windowsill and play with. I remember playing with my like um, stone protector action figures and my like uh, uh, California raisins. Just fucking around, just waiting for the pizza to be delivered. And the, and like just just, just solid air. molded plastic toys. Yep. And I'd just be fucking around and just staring out the windowsill. Because my, my bed was up against the windowsill. So I'd be like kneeling on my bed. And I'd be playing with like these toys. Just looking out the window through the screen with the window open. Just waiting for the pizza delivery guy to show up. Oh, my God. You're like Wendy. 
just waiting for Peter to show up and get his shadow back. Oh my god, yeah. The shadow was tucked behind the door of the pizza man. All he had to do was give me that fucking sweet stuff and your shadow's all yours, pal. It's all yours. But don't fucking skip on the sweet stuff. And that's pepperoni. But it wasn't like any... Oof. Oh, I just instant heart... Just Pizza Hut pizza with pepperoni on it. I just instant indigestion. <laughs> I just felt it. It's amazing. But it was thin crust squeezer. It was was healthier. Oh. Oh, yeah. All that extra. You're saving on those carbs. Yeah, you're saving on those carbs. Let's see if I can get a Pizza Hut thin crust pizza delivery right now. Uh, Oh, God. Can you send a a stuffed crust my way? (laughs) One stuffed crust squeeze. Stuffed crust. I could I right now oh, I could down an entire stuffed crust pizza. They have right a new now. one called the Edge, a large, thin, crispy crust loaded with toppings all the way to the edge. It's kind of like Domino's, and like mm. it's, it's got a very retro logo. Squeezer, the Edge, because Pizza went back to their retro logo. Pizza Hut. They should go back to their retro way of having restaurants, with all you can eat buffets. Just in general. I don't even know where... I guess the Emmaus one. The one on... Uh... Is that one still open? No. My, mine's now a... Uh, it's going to be what a the hell is that, uh, Mexican place with the shiny horse out front. My, I still have one on Route 100, Squeezer. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we talked about that though. Wings ah, they closed at right next to the. They closed at ten. How? What kind of pizza closes at ten? <clears throat> Let's see if I can find a store here. You seriously ordering yourself pizza right now? No, no. I just I wanted to see you. if it was open. You know my. Oh address, my right? god! All pizza huts close at like ten now. Hmm. I bet I could get Domino's. I'm not gonna order. I'm just checking. Oh yeah. Avoid the noid. See if you can order pizza on the Radiers. Ordering pizza. <laughs> we're not even ordering. Yeah, you're just seeing. We're, if... we're just seeing if we can order pizza. That's a new segment we got. Just... What can we order at this time of night today, folks? <laughs> it's 11:57 Eastern time. Domino's will win if we get order. What if you can you use a VPN and just say you're like in California and order the pizza? <laughs> get it delivered to Joe's house. <laughs> that, yeah. Oh, that could that's how we get listeners on the rad year. You listen to rad years and you can get a random pizza. We'll so send you a show. pizza. Just we just need your address, routing number. Credit card number. We're not going to charge you. We just. Yeah. It's, you know, for deposit. Is Domino's open? They are open. All right. Domino's for the win. Domino's wins. They're open another three minutes. No, actually, I'm sorry. To 1 a.m. As it should be. Right. Oh, no, no, 12. It's 1 a.m. on weekends. It's still 12. They're open three more minutes tonight. That makes sense. But they're open until 1 a.m. on weekends. Yeah. God God damn. (laughs) So Domino's for the win. Two more, two slash three more hours than Pizza Hut. Huh. 
Um, God, I could go for some Pizza Hut right now. Now, yeah, now I want to thin crust pizza from Pizza Hut. Pretend it's the last. No, day I want to. I had a stuffed crust. I told you the story of the stuffed crust. Ah, fuck, I just dropped my phone on my foot. Uh, <laughs> so I was a, I, I was a huge Dennis Rodman fan, and I liked David Robinson, and they were in the first stuffed crust pizza commercial for Pizza Hut. And I'm like, oh, my God, we need this. I want this. We need this. We need this. We need this. And it was 1995. I was 13, and I was out, outside. It was April. And I was outside, like, playing basketball in my driveway for, like, three fucking hours. Uh, and it was, like, rainy the day before. So, like, the ground was wet and my hands were, like, filthy. So I remember washing them and we had the stuffed crust. And I was eating it. And all of a sudden, I, I like, felt, like, really dizzy. And I passed. I had my first seizure and had nothing to do with the pizza. But my parents would not let me eat stuffed crust pizza for, like, the longest time. Because they <laughs> thought that's why it was, it was from the stuffed crust pizza. Yeah, so it's a bad reaction. Um, all right, Squeezer, your third pick. So forget any ideas you got about lost cities, exotic travel, and digging up the world. We do not follow maps to buried treasure, and X never, ever marks the spot. 70% of all archaeology is done in the library, research, reading. You cannot afford to take mythology at face value. Next week, Egyptology, starting with the excavation of Nucrates by Flinders Petrie in 1885. I will be in my office if anybody's got any problems for the next hour and a half. Sorry, while we're in your clip, I have a box of Dolce de Leche Toast Crunch up here that I'm munching on. It is so good. What the hell is that? It's a lot of words. Caramel-flavored cinnamon toast crunch. Oh, fancy. That's really good. It's new. Nice. New from General Mills. I have some freshly roasted pump. Well, not freshly, but I have some pumpkin seeds upstairs waiting for me when I get up there. I like the. I don't like the ones that come in the bag. Like they're just blanched. I like to do a little salt and seasoning and olive oil and then re-roast them. So much better. Anywho. Oh, Ish, can you send us a pizza? They're still open there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. It'll get here in time. Ish, please send us a pizza. <laughs> do you like penicillin on your pizza? We Anywho, have one of those mini pickup. Uh, uh, indie. I, I was trying to think of a clip where this could work. I'm like, oh. He taught. He teaches right up to the bell and through it. And there is always those teachers. So as many times as we talk about the movies. The dog was named the, Indiana. The, the goofing around. The, it, it, and the teacher's not caring. There is always that one teacher that had to prove something. That they were going to teach you to the end end of time Asshole. like the bell was ringing and they were still hammering stuff in your head How it was over you passed the dare test was done and you were still sit there and make you take notes and just make you make you learn. no one's ever made me take notes squeezer well fair enough i i was a generous note taker i never took notes i would doodle um and I'd write ideas for my impressions, like, oh, they said something stupid. This is going to be perfect for her, my impression on the recess yard. Write in my pencil on my big old thick line new paper in third grade. I was a dickhead in third grade. That's just pretty much what the moral of my story is. Uh, I, I think most people gathered that, if there was a moral. 
could be had if you had morals. They would. <laughs> but no, it, it it usually tended to be later through. Like I remember, there was we had one teacher in sixth grade. It was math. Although she was kind of cool too, because she allowed us to watch the OJ trial in class. But then, like at the end of the year, then it was like you're still like, I don't I don't know what kind of math you're doing in sixth grade, but. Like to the the very last day, like we should be packing up, like like all the stuff, like all, you know, like how they like kind of put stuff up on the walls and decorate, like that was all gone. There was nothing left. I don't even think we had our books anymore. Like you turned your books in, everything was gone. But she was still up there with that piece of chalk and just lecturing about what I don't know. What was your grade lighting. layout? Like when did you go to middle school? So our breakdown. So. <clears throat> Ours was broken down a little more because we're all in on one campus. All right. the buildings are on one campus, which is kind of odd, I guess. For I thought it was like the normal thing, and then like then I come to realize like no, there's schools all over the place. Parkland, you know, there's here. but where I, yeah, but where I grew up, I was so landlocked. There, like, you, there was no room to put schools all over the place. You had stores all where over the people place. lived, and you had malls. That mm-hmm. was you know. And then strip malls in between. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so the kindergarten and first grade were its own building. Then second, third, and fourth was its own building. Mm. Then fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth was middle school. And then high school was, you know, 9 through 12. Now I think they added – they built a whole new building, and I think that's seventh and eighth grade, I think. I think they, like – Fourth, I don't, I don't know how they break it up now, but that's how it was for me. Like, uh, so I, like elementary was like three, four, uh, two, three, four. I was at Catholic school from K through half of seven, and then seven, eight, and nine, I was at Troxel Middle School. Uh, ten, eleven, I was at Parkland High School, which was ten, eleven, twelve. And then they changed it. I moved into the new high school. It was the Millennium Falcon, Millennium Falcon High School. If you Google yeah. Millennium Falcon High School, that is the school I graduated in. The designers of my high school, the grounds look like the Millennium Falcon from Google Earth. It's crazy as shit. But that yeah. was the school I graduated in in 12th grade. I only spent one year there. And that was 9, 10, 11, 12. So they shifted it. But yeah, if you Google... Star Wars, Millennium Falcon High School. It's Parkland High School in Allentown, and that was where I graduated. And there's nothing like being the first class in a brand new building that they don't know about all the doors. Millennium <laughs> <laughs> Falcon High School. Oh, man, there's tons of fucking links. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yep. That's my high school. It's legit. It's in DailyMail.uk. Millennium Whoa, Falcon you're High. across the pond. The school campus that looks exactly like the Parkland High School in Allentown. I'm surprised Jason doesn't always want to do every show from there. <laughs> or is he just jealous? Um, yeah, where's the... I mean, technically, where would the cockpit be? Down by, like, the pool. No, the, the cockpit Below the gym. would be in the parking lot, I guess. Yeah, but like if it were off to the side, yeah. No, nah, like 
I think the so you know the school probably better than I do from doing all the games there. I was only yeah, there for a year. I, pro- I probably spent more time in that building now than you have. Yeah, right. Because I'm always out in the truck. I remember that I, I, like every year I go, I'm like, where's the bathroom? And they're like, didn't you go here? I'm like, I was here one year. <laughs> yeah, HuffPost, Reddit. Man, it's everywhere. Cantonc.net. Look at you. You're famous. Well, not really. But... Yeah. Our, <laughs> our, our, the biggest, the strangest thing, like when you're breaking it down, like, because we never had a proper junior high school, right? It's like our middle school was fifth through eighth. That is a big age gap. You know, like a fifth grader and an eighth grader are two completely hormones are two completely different places right there. Right. That's why like I feel you, like what I did was the best. I feel like seven, eight, and nine belong together. Yeah. Then 10, 11, 12. Because there was no, I feel like there was no bullies or factions or anything. Like everyone was just everyone. There was like the bullies, like, but they, they were their own. The nerds were in their the the people they picked on were then their faction with them. I feel like. Yeah, that's what I don't have like, and I got picked on a lot, but I could also I that's where I developed the be nice, roll with it, make someone la- like like you'd be ready to punch my teeth in, and then I'd make you laugh, and then be like, Haha, "This kid's all right," you know, because I went to school with a bunch of Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> yeah, right. But you got picked on. <laughs> um. What's that? You got picked on? Now I want to kill them oh, all. Oh, yeah. Who picked but, but, on you? but more by my friends. Oh, well, like, yeah. We well, yeah. That's to each other. That still happens. Um, I know. That still happens. It happens at work every day. Right. Um, I'm the like, boss, like, and I, I still no... get shit on a regular basis. In, in my experience, and I was friends with, like, that level that would be picked on. Like, and I was easily one of them. Like, it wasn't that overwhelming. Our school was more integrated than... Yeah, there was no like. Uh, then, then, then it was. It wasn't it was, like the movie. It wasn't right? like the movie is at all. There, it wasn't like Those the movie. Those hard at all. clicks. Yeah. Because you still had to be in class. You still had to spend all day with each other. Right, and a lot of the like the football coach hated a lot of the football players were my friends because we smoked weed together and played Dreamcast, <laughs> and the the football coach Snizak hated me. Oh, I could. Yeah, I could absolutely see that. Right. Cause and the kid with the the one kid with the leather jacket was the weirdo. I don't know if anyone had a leather jacket. I was friends with him too, but I turned around. And he's like, "Hey, look at this!" And I turned around. and He has like a, a paper clip stuck through his finger. What was I'm our like, oh, our, our, our mutual like, yeah. friend Adrian? He had a leather jacket. Oh yeah, Italian. Yeah, well, yeah. It came. It comes with the. It's like yeah, your. It's, it's like your. Uh, your quinceanera present. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, oh yeah, it's about, but yeah, it was, and then, oh, science, well, oh yeah, that guy, that guy, uh, he, I think he's out of jail now, but he got popped for, uh, we always joked in school, like, that he was the one, like, that's the teacher that, uh, he's got pictures on his computer, or he's the one that, uh, he goes for the young boy's mowing his lawn Mm. literally he was into the young boys mowing his lawn um and yeah and but he was one of those he would take you right to the end and he was the one i think i told this before he he would put me he put the two derricks at the very back of the room at the same table together and then he would call on one of us and we would ask who 
and then he would get pissed like we were messing with him. Hmm. Um, yeah, he was a total dick. That was also the Derek he brought in. His parents had one of those camcorders that had the screen in the back, like one of the, um, I think was Panasonic made those or JVC. Uh, a lot um, of people. Made you, it was them, yeah. you'd hold it almost like you'd hold an iPad. It was an, I, it was an iPhone. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep. I I had one of them. Yep. Could, like the camera side could swivel a little bit, and you yep. had a monitor. No, the eyepiece yeah. swiveled. So it like it like swiveled, okay. it swiveled out the eyepiece, which is on the right hand side. Yes. Yeah. But we never actually used it for that. He would have pre-recorded porn on it and bring it in, and we just watch porn on. Ah, uh, uh, okay. Back right. in the back of the Nothing room. like watching some also... pornography and getting hard-ons with a bunch of other guys. No, it wasn't getting hard-ons. I mean, maybe from. I mean, <laughs> you, you were in high school. You had one regardless. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. Uh, that's right. I took it. And I, I still have the scar. And this. Did, did this teacher enjoy the hard-ons you got from watching the pornography? Oh, Shit, we were just feeding into that. Yeah, it right. might even be our fault, for all I know. Yeah, well, you egged uh, them on. Yeah. You were asking for it, really, Squeezer. Yeah. We were, oh, I, I don't know if you're allowed to say that anymore. <laughs> uh, we would jam the pipettes and uh, up the, whoa, up whoa, the whoa, sinks because it was a science class. Pipettes? Uh, what's a pipette? Uh, like the little plastic, basically like a little plastic siphon thing you would use to like suck up chemicals. Hmm. But you jam them up there and then crank the water on and blast them out. And that's I jumped back, got my wrist caught on one of those gas valves, mm-hmm. and took a nice chunk of skin off. We did, the yeah, stone. they weren't Bunsen burners; they were uh, Geiger burners or something, right? Uh, we had Bunsen burners, with, but you'd stick the hose into the sink, and it basically become like the most powerful super soaker on the planet. You take all that, like all that pressure for gas, now make it water, and it would shoot like a little stream of, like that little squirter you would have at the dentist where they like, shoot the water in your mouth and your teeth you basically have a big one of those we had meeker burners i think that was a meeker burner they were bigger the bigger than bunsen burners oh uh, okay i mean maybe that's what it was and i just you know you call them a bunsen burner we had the know, gas like was Kleenex. controlled the the, the the like the you had the gas at your table but you couldn't you could couldn't turn it on he had to turn it on at the top yeah there was yeah. a valve at the back yeah yeah bunsen. yeah he was also one of those teaching right up to the end which clearly we weren't paying much attention so yeah meeker burner or something. There is it was a bigger burner than the Bunsen burner. I don't know. Yeah, but there isn't there isn't fucking oh Mika burner. No. No, ours were Bunsen. Because I see these are like more of an open I like as a broader flame. Right. That's yeah, Mika burner is exactly what you have. I'm seeing more picture. The Mika fish that's exactly we had Mika burners, not Bunsen burners. Okay, yeah, ours was ours was a Bunsen burner. Yeah. Oh, Parkland had a little nice. more money. Oh, sorry. Could afford the Meeker burners. You try making a big ass super soaker out of a Meeker burner, huh? <laughs> yeah. You know, how many Muppets are named Meeker? Huh? Uh, no. Beaker. Yeah, but that's Beaker. There's <laughs> also there's also Bunsen, you know. So Bunsen Honeydew. Yeah. And... He's my favorite. All right. Here is my All right. next pick.
so last day of school being a Wednesday in June meant Thursday, your parents had to still wake up and go to work, which meant they went to bed early, which meant you're staying up and watching David Letterman, <laughs> especially after August 93, when he went to CBS and had his own show, his own late night show, which on earlier. But um, I just remember like like the first night of so we we like get pizza. We we first of all, like we'd come off the bus and it was like fucking like schools. Up. But we didn't know that song. But for us, it was uh, you, you didn't. Oh, no, we always it was. I went to Catholic school. Squeezer. We didn't know popular oh, culture. Sorry, you didn't. Oh, but yeah, but that song is from the 70s. Again, I didn't know popular culture. So my uh, we we like be really excited. I'd either go down, and hang out with my friend Matt, and we'd play outside, ride bikes, go back to Texaco, get fucking Pepsi Big Slams, what have you. But at night, you know, unless we we were since it was like a Wednesday, you couldn't have like a sleepover that first night and and stay up all night. So you were by yourself. And my brother was in his room playing with it, trying to rebuild like an old Commodore or playing with his ham radio or whatever the fuck he did. And my sister was in bed because she'd go to bed early. Uh, so I had the house to myself, Squeezer. So that meant microwave magic, micro magic fries or burgers mm-hmm. or chicken sandwiches uh, or Hormel mini corn dogs or whatever I wanted in that freezer was mine to make or micro magic milkshakes. And oh, or in the fridge, you have like the Hazelton deli pizza, which you could eat cold. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and like a gallon of icy tea, which is like the dairy iced tea that we get locally, um, or Sunny D. You know what I mean? And you would uh, you get your 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 uh, rippled uh, thing of Pringles and a block of Monster cheese, and just retire downstairs as far away from my parents' bedroom as possible. So that I could just watch TV all night and not wake them up. That was pretty much the goal. And that's what I did. Uh, you know, later on it was Space Ghost Coast to Coast, but I'd watch. Yeah. Like, I'd always watch like Letterman or I put like the, like the, if the Phillies were in Los Angeles or San Diego or, you know, somewhere out west, I put the Phillies game on or I'd start like flicking around to movies cuz you know we had the wide open box for my dad so HBO or or Skinamax Skinamax oh, oh yeah baby <laughs> that was I mean that I mean, was living yeah, lucky you that was living in my opinion wow yeah I just I would sit there and watch do the scrambles and try to pick out what I could no it wasn't necessarily for nudity squeezer it was just like being able to like like oh, oh no, I was just stay up all night nudity. and not yeah. like it was before it was like there's like a a line in the sand where it's pre all that's what you want to watch and do all night and post and post that's all what you want to watch and do all night you know what I mean <laughs> yeah okay so this was we're talking pre that gotcha all right when you haven't figured out why you're interested in seeing that yet <laughs> the best though was with. Cinemax, it's not like you had a, a cable box to know what the what was on. So I would sit there and be watching it scrambled, trying to figure out if it was. You mean a, a TV Skinamax guide, or, like a TV guide? Yeah, a TV guide. Like yeah. you had the cable box, but yeah, you didn't have the TV guide display to tell you what it was. Right. So I would just sit there and watch, 
not knowing, like, it could have been any movie, but just hoping that you saw something pop through. Right. Um, I yeah. mean, not, not that I'm that depraved, but. I don't know. I would watch, like, there. I remember I got I got in trouble for watching Mallrats, like, a bunch of times. But not really. My mom was like, you can't be watching it. What are you watching? It was on pay-per-view. Uh, but, like, the last day of school, your parents going to bed early is, like, as you get older, it's like ultimate, the first taste of freedom you get. Like the house is mine. I can just sneak junk food and gorge on it all night while I watch trash television until the sun comes up. Because I could sleep all day tomorrow. Because guess what? No parents are here to wake me up. And I don't have to go to fucking school. You know me. I wasn't like wake up that first. I'm sure you were up at like 5 a.m. the first day after school to like seize the day, weren't you? Oh, absolutely. Carpe diem. You know, you got to, I mean, Mr. Wizard's still on, you know, Mr. Wizard doesn't stop just because school's done. You got to, I was like, you got to keep learning. I was like, sleep till 11. Yeah. Wake up just in time to have a micro magic or Hormel microwave cheeseburger or, or, or just go to Texaco and get a, get a fucking diesel dog. Mm, what did we do? Yeah, I think we instantly just got on our bikes and just started and a and a big slam, meandering out the the cool, the hot temperature. My friend Matt had a pool though, so we were probably just I, I'd wake up and we'd probably go down and swim in his his above ground swimming pool. I had more fun in above ground swimming pools growing up than I ever did in like traditional underground swimming pools. I'll tell you what. I mean, when is it? Once you're in the water, is it oh? Because you can like you pull yourself out and land on the rocks or something. Like, is that fun? no? I I, I I don't know. People like shit on above ground swimming pools, but I think they're pretty sweet. Oh, is what I'm saying. Uh, I don't I don't want a pool regardless. Thank God I, they got rid of it before I got this place. Yeah. All right, Squeezer, your fourth pick. A buffet. Oh, if only I had my wallet with me. Um, it's free. <laughs> A buffet? What? <laughs> no. What about Zoidberg? Oh. I could do a good Zoidberg if I practice. Yeah. So, end of the year. You know, they... End of the year, you still have they they do a pretty decent job of planning ahead, and you only have so much food in this system and stuff that nothing goes to waste. But there's always that stock laying around, uh, maybe some extra breadstick dunkers lying around, or uh, like especially like the ice cream and stuff. You know, that <laughs> didn't all go. You know where I'm going with it. Uh. Now all of a sudden, either either the snack stand. Like, because we had, like, a little snack stand that you can... If you don't want to eat, like, the licensed nutrition-based meal that the government, like, Everybody that you can have. Everybody, form a line. Form a line. Uh, Mr. Mister Squeeze, Mr. Colehammer, please get in line. Please get in line. Uh, he's in He's in the bin of meat sauce. Someone's got to pull him out. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that meat sauce. I hated that meat sauce. Oh, God. Watery. I would... The only thing I would you break them, hollow them out, and maybe fill a little bit in. Um, but he, I would just try. He's to find complaining this, like, about the watered down level of the meat sauce. I, I don't know. I, I don't. 
Did we even heat up the the, the breadsticks? What is he? How did we get the meat sauce? Please get in line. <laughs> uh, ice cream was always the big get. <laughs> I'm glad you have that today. Um, that that might be a, a new good impression. Squeezer's <laughs> lunch lady. Squeezer, get in line. The rule is one chocolate milk. Why does he have four on his plate? Oh my god. Will someone take care of little Derek? Oh my goodness. Son, uh, if you drink five chocolate milks after recess, you're gonna vomit. You're not far off. Challenge accepted. <laughs> so the highlight of this comes... Uh, it was middle school. It's, I think it was eighth grade, and this is still one of the greatest days of my of my educational career. The, we, we have Hoagie Day, right? And I talked before, like you get the Hoagie, and it was all right, but it was pretty pretty sweet because we had legit Martin's uh, kettle cooked chips. Oh, uh, with our when we got on Hoagie Day, yeah, it was legit. Oh, I like Martin's um, regular rippled. I don't I have, know if I've actually I, ever even had them. I have a ba- I buy them every week. I have tons of bags downstairs. Wow. No, I, I'm I'm I, I like the kettle cook. I like the that little extra hard crunch and the extra grease. I'll take Martin's chips over Lay's or any other chip. Martin's plain oh, potato 100%. chips any day of the week. From yeah. the junk food capital of the world, Pennsylvania. Yeah, we had we had this discussion. We it's not even junk food to us; <laughs> it's cuisine. It's um, it's it's how we survive. Yeah, and it's like e- even like our our prepared cooked foods, like like oh, you can have dumplings, <laughs> shit like that. It's just more. Yeah, all you have how to... many forms <laughs> of donuts do we have? To learn about uh, Pennsylvania cuisine, you just have to watch that Shady Maples video I sent you. Yeah. Uh, this one guy I follow, um, his YouTube channels, uh, I'm a big fan of. It's a good channel. I forget the fucking name of it, so I got to pull it up. His name, fucking YouTube, why are you so slow? It's Strictly Dumpling. He has 3.75 million subscribers. He went down to Amish country, Lancaster, and went to Shady Maples. Where Squeezer, Shady Maples has been a joke at work, uh, and that and Hosses has been a joke at work for uh, a long time. But the Shady Maples smorgasbord, if you want to see the biggest, most ridiculous, most unhealthy smorgasbord is really what it is in the planet, go to Shady Maples in Lancaster. Good God. Get some shoe fly pie. Oh, God, it sounds so good right now. Mm, I can go for that. Mm-hmm. Get some Anywho. D- Dutch pot pie and mm. Mm, mac, and ch- mac and cheese everything and corn pancakes and shit on a shingle. Just, oh, everything just every, everything fried. Uh-huh. Somehow uh-huh. they find a way. <laughs> anyway, so this is time in eighth grade. Hoagie day. It's the end of the year, and now because of this, there you know, it, it starts thinning out a little bit. Sometimes there's less kids, or like you have like test days, so like some kids are done, and like I don't know, a lot of kids are just skipping class. There's not a lot of people there. 
there were a ton of hoagies left over. And it's not like, oh, we're going through, here's, uh, you get two today. No, no. It was like, um, the, uh, what the hell, those little, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the, what the little dudes? Oompa Loompas. Uh, Oompa Loompas. Yeah, it's, all the lunch ladies walking out like Oompa Loompas with trays. Squeezer's gonna eat all our unprocessed food. (laughs) 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 Oh no, this was straight. This is fucking baloney hoagies. Squeezer Um, will eat all our. (laughs) What's the word I'm looking for? Spoiled food. Um, tray after tray of hoagies, and they just set these trays out in the middle of the cafeteria. Wait, so there were bologna hoagies? There, uh, there's a mix. There's a, some Italian, some bologna. There's nothing like nothing lean, no turkey. So it's like bologna like and ketchup. The Michael Scott hoagie for his birthday. <laughs> no, they for no, hoagie. Was... Someone ate two oh, feet of that oh, thing. Oh hell yeah. Oh, um, uh, there were some tuna ones. Um, probably more tuna than anything, and I have a feeling that's why they put those out. Um, of course they were there, so I went for them. But you could go up as much as you want, and it was it was like a zombie horde. Oh, I remember just no, and it just ripping these trays apart. Oh, uh, it, it was the most. How many? Day be of my honest. Life. How many hoagies would you eat? Oh, back then. Like yeah. now, I would maybe I would not I would, now. Like, I'm not asking now. I'm asking... Now I probably have the one that they gave me, and then maybe go back for one, more, <laughs> or maybe two or three more, or four. But back then, I probably went up. I probably went up at least three times, and I have two hands, so. <laughs> three at a time. Like it was, it just didn't stop. Like you, you, and you were eating them <laughs> on the way back. <coughs> it, it was fantastic. It was the most glorious moment in all my education. Um, Man, I thought Gluttony Night at, made me, at the Reading Phillies was. It made me the person was. I was today. <laughs> I, like I said, I thought Gluttony Night at the Reading Phillies was a thing. Oh no, this was this was something glorious. Um, I still the only downside was there weren't enough chips to go around, so you couldn't crunch up your chips and put it in your hoagie. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that was that's, always that's the only way I could eat a hoagie back then. I had to eat yeah. it with chips. Now I don't eat it at all with chips. But back then, I had to eat a sandwich with chips, potato chips on it. Yeah, like in it, like crunch them up. And yeah, them oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the Martins were great for that. My my favorite for it were, were hers uh, rippled chips. That made for a good... Yeah, I don't... I have to have some kind of texture. Like, I either got to be kettle cooked, so they have a hard crunch, or they have to be, uh, like, rippled, or dare I say even, I'll, I'll accept wavy. Um, like a regular, just stamped, flat, thin, wispy chip doesn't work. Uh, just, uh, just gross. I don't like it. It's a texture thing. It almost like it's almost like they're just a conveyor for the grease and the oil. Sure. I need I need more surface area. Okay. You know. Fair enough. Yeah. You need surface area in his chips. All right, Squeezer. My last pick from last day of school memories. Here it is. I believe that this nation should commit itself to achieving the goal before this decade is out 
of landing a man on the moon and returning him safely to the Earth. Can we do it? We have to. This is the trailer, the best I could find, from, from Earth to Moon. So here's the story my mom told me. There was in 10th grade, um, it was the last day of school, and I had the way I had my classes were, I didn't really have to attend the last day of school, Squeezer. Like, I passed all my tests and everything, and I really didn't need to attend. Do you know what I'm saying? I lost him. Is he still here? I'm here. Sorry. Oh. Yeah. I was listening to the trailer. Oh. And I'm like, the last day of school, I wake up, and I'm, I'm getting dressed. My mom's like, I thought you said you weren't going in today. And I'm like, well, we've been watching From Earth to Moon in parts, and the last part's today, and I kind of want to see it, so I'm going to go in and watch <laughs> it. So I went to school in 10th grade. My my friend Matt's sister, Allie, drove me every day because she lived right down the street. And she's like, I thought you weren't going today. I'm like, well, they're showing the last part of From Earth to Moon, and I kind of want to see I had to explain it to like 100 people who thought I wasn't going to be in that day. <laughs> But that was like my like of course a lot of teachers showed movies, but like I had this one te science teacher who just gave up in tenth grade and was like we're gonna watch from Earth to Moon in parts every day until school's out, and it's a long miniseries, you know. Um, Lieutenant Dan's in it. Tom Hanks produced. Yeah, it's it, it's basically Apollo thirteen. It's the Apollo missions, all of them. Well, yeah, but it's the Apollo 13 cast. Yeah, right, right. They, it was, they got really into it after Apollo 13. They made this miniseries for HBO, yeah. and it's so fucking good. And I was just so into it. And I'm like, well, I kind of want to see it. So, um, you know, because next year my dad and I are going to be watching Sopranos on HBO. I don't think I'll have a – could you believe 1998 is when Sopranos came out? Yeah, that's kind of – and my dad and I watched it every Sunday night on our tube, 27-inch, or oh, it was a 32-inch, 32-inch tube TV. That's what kind of freaks me out when I, I watch some things and look back, like, when they were on and how we were watching them. Mm -hmm. Like, you take for granted how crystal clear everything is now. Well, even, now even just going back to, even in just basic 720 HD, like, you could see shit. Right. But you go back and, like, like it was nearly impossible to watch a baseball or a football game back then. Like, it was just... <laughs> A blur. Yeah. Yeah, and those don't, like, they shot Sopranos on film, so they were able to make them, like, 4K. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they weren't shooting those football and baseball games on, they were shooting them on fucking Beta SP and three-quarter inch and one-inch tape. Uh-huh. And they look like shit. I mean, NFL film shit looks awesome. They're shooting that on Super 16. Mm-hmm. That blows up pretty well. But, you know, everything else. But yeah, that's just my little story of of, of going to school just I to can... watch the last part of the last episode of From Earth to Moon. That's a, that's a very squeezer thing to do. <laughs> I, I got hooked, and you know, like the whole class showed up. It, it... She was like so surprised. She's like, "You're all here?" We're like, "Yeah." We're like, we're, "What's we got?" Thirty minutes left. I want to see how this. Yeah, I want to see how this lands. Do we land on the moon? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did we get there? <laughs> like, give us an ending. All right, we have given you guys so much. Is Abraham Lincoln okay? Yeah, well, I think that's uh, different <laughs> periods. That's gods and generals. Um, we've given you so much. We got one more wow. pick from Squeezer. I gave you a King and a Hill reference, and you just blow right by it? What'd you say? I asked if Abraham Lincoln's going to be okay. I don't get the King of the Hill reference. 
Uh, Bobby asked that. When? I don't know. I forgot what the hell the episode was. Oh, shit. Nope. That was Ralph. Same thing. I was watching a bunch of clips earlier, and I got... Ralph? Wiggum. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I was watching a bunch of different clips when I was, I was like, looking for pics. Bobby's actually smart, not stupid. Like, I don't know how we're yeah. going with this. No, Joseph, right. or Dale would say... Is Abraham Lincoln going to be okay? Yeah, that makes more sense. I was like, Bobby, yeah, you never... My bad. Yeah, I know. King of the Hill pretty good. I'm like, that's not a King of the Hill quote. Yeah, sorry. You can edit that out. All right. Well, we'll just kick you off the show. Anyway, here's yeah. your last pick. I'm interested to hear where you go with this. Ah, my high school yearbook. You handsome devil. I can't believe I ate the whole thing. <laughs> Activities, none. Sports, none. Honors, none. So many memories. <laughs> That's like my, <laughs> you know, I don't have a, first of all, I never got a, your book signed by anybody because my mm -hmm. when we were in Catholic school, my mom only bought one. And it was my brother getting a sign and then it turned into my sister getting a sign. It never was me because I, I didn't want it. And then I didn't get a single yearbook at Parkland ever until my senior year. My mom bought it, and I just wrote my name on the top and handed it to her. She's like, where's the signatures? I'm like, what? I didn't get – what? <laughs> and I, I don't have a – I don't own – I'm not in my possession a single yearbook for my life, Squeezer. Oof, wow. I have three here. Now – it gets a little depressing because, let's see, what year is that? So I got 99. I don't have my senior year. I got 99. I'm going to look at 2000. This kind of hurt. I, I think I got these. Oh, no, there's a lot in there. It's 2001. Yeah, this was 2001. Uh, 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 coach and uh, fellow part-time broadcaster virus is prominently on the front, which is kind of weird. I flipped to the back to find the signatures and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I must have gotten this late or I didn't care, but there's not a single signature in this book. Mm. In fact, I don't think I actually even like opened this thing ever. I remember that person. I recognize her. Anyway, so I'll throw that one to the side because that's meaningless. But so 99, I went through and my thought was, I'm like, oh, you know what? Yearbook because everyone signs yearbooks. And I'm thinking, I'm going to find, like, the front, the back, all full of all these signatures. Uh, I, I maybe um, I maybe have, like, maybe 10 here, and most of those are, like, my closest friends. And then a bunch of weird names. Like, you think you remember people from high school, or you don't, but, like, I don't recognize any of these names or anything that they put, that anyone that wrote in this yearbook. Or any of these people. Uh, I, I have someone just wrote to me. Uh, this is 99. Uh, Jar Jar Binks wrote me a, a message. Misa Jar Jar Binks. Misa, squeeze uh, Misa fun. Uh, Yusa need therapy. Uh, that, wow. This is... I I don't think I've really changed. Um, let's see. Oh. Uh, was that Millie or Mike? I can't tell. Uh... I hope to see you next year. But, yeah, we're, uh, unless we're moving, I'm going to, we're all going to see each other next year. Like, you know. 
I guess. But here, yeah. this is the cool thing that, uh, not that it's cool. Um, yeah, it's just there with me. He never bought a Ninety nine. The one thing that stood out in our yearbook that never made it like into the 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 year in review kind of thing they threw in the back that comes like pre canned. I don't um, remember any of that. Was a a bunch of uh, Owen Hart tributes. Oh shit! In my in my yearbook, which that's that's kind of cool, and it's me. It's mostly from all the guys that like would I would wrestle or backyard wrestle with or <laughs> they would video us wrestling with. Um. Good yeah, damn. Like, Fucking yeah, like a bunch of ECW kicks ass and all that stuff. Yeah, because we were so cool. ECW, ECW, ECW. Oh, oh, hey, hey, look, it's from uh, the other Derek. I actually have one from the other Derek. This must have been in that class. Um, yeah, in that professor's class. Oh, speaking of ECW, uh, have you and I talked about buying Lollapalooza tickets so we can go see Limp Biscuit? Ooh, on uh, July thirtieth, Saturday, July thirtieth, then biscuits at Lollapalooza. Hmm. Genesis is also touring again now too. Right. I figured you, me, and Jake would go see Lollapalooza, and you know, I start would, a I would circle pit. Yeah, and then Jake can join and get shot in the belly with a cannonball. <laughs> I always want the best for my freaks. I'm setting you to a vet. <laughs> uh. But he actually, he actually signed it the Black Derek. So, oh, that just it it reinforces the fact that that teacher was as an awful as a human being he was. He was also an asshole, mm-hmm. and he even mentions that he was an asshole in this post. Yeah. Hmm. Um. But yeah. So maybe ten signatures there. The only thing that really stands out, um, is uh, the Owen Hart stuff there. And then 2000, so, like, this is actually getting really depressing for me, because I thought, like, there was going to be, like, whole kind of, like, you know, all these names and fun memories. Now, I don't recognize any of these damn people. That's why I didn't get them, Squeezer. Yeah, let's see. Apparently, I knew another kid named Brad. This Kyle. I think I might know who that kid is. You know our Brad from work. How could you know another one? That's that's I don't know. Maybe it's the same Brad. Maybe. Uh. Yeah, and like my friends like writing threatening letters. Oh, that's fun. Tommy Dreamer sucks. Just people being mean to me. Hmm. That's uh. Glad I glad I missed out on this. And apparent. Who the hell is this? Did Todd sign your yearbook? Ish needs to know. No, no, Todd did not sign my yearbook. Todd, because that was a year ahead of me. Mm. And then, I don't know, we kind of lost touch by the time we hit high school. I don't know if Todd got too cool or I got too cool, but I don't know. No, there wasn't an official falling out, just a separation of, huh, I knew someone named Karen. No shit. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, I think now's a better time than ever to wrap this show up. Yeah, I would definitely end this train wreck. All it wasn't. I thought. I thought. No, no. My, my, I meant my yearbook. Oh, because it really. I, I opened up. I have my Foot Locker, like my Boy Scout Foot Locker that I had when I worked at summer camp. And it's just full of. It's full of. Was uh, there crunch taters, Playboys, and fireworks in it? Uh, it's. I always dreamed of it being that. It was never close. 
It's my hockey cards with my uh, Eric Lindros morning skate jersey that I thought was going to put my kids through college. Okay. Um, my G.I. Joe cards, which have a better chance of putting my kids through college. And three of my four high school yearbooks that I thought would be full of signatures that I could share with and realize <laughs> I have nothing in there. Well, this this turned out to be a fun show. I wasn't sure where we – I was like, all right, I have these ideas, but what the fuck am I going to talk about? And I just used it as a therapy session to to expunge my my uh, uh, hanging on of, of Catholic School Dilemma Squeezer. Thank you for that. Well, that's what we're here for. That's we're, we're a big family here. We're a big – no, we are – we're those little round Velcro things you strap to your hand, and you are the little fuzzy tennis ball that – gets thrown at it. I was thinking more of the electrodes they put on Dorothy and Return to Oz in the beginning. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are we the electrodes? Yeah, you're, or you're the electrodes. Uh, 50-50. Huh. We are the jumper cables and you are the nipples. <laughs> yes. Don't forget to rate and review us with a nice review. <laughs> you can shit on me a little bit. Yeah, no, no, be nice. Otherwise, he's going to just start harassing me. Yeah, right, right. Otherwise, I get violent. Uh, but look, it works, so that's what happens. Um, Do you really want groveling RK coming in your door? <laughs> yeah, you can either groveling or angry RK. Like, that's there's the two options. Um, we're ready for summer. I'm excited for it. We got a lot of fun summer shows for you. It's going to be a nice. Uh, a nice, fun summer where we're all enjoying our memories together-ish. Have a good night. We love you all. Daryl, we'll see you later. I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. You guys have a good one. You didn't do your Squeezer intro. Do it for him. Hey, everybody. Oh. You mean my hi? Yeah, there you I go. did it, didn't I? Yeah. No, I don't think you did. Didn't I? Oh, I got because I, I got thrown because we started advertising. All yeah, time. right, right, right. Into your eyes. So there it is. There it is, everybody. Have a good night. We love you. Bye bye.